0: Thanks for listening to the All Nations Church podcast. Enjoy this week's message from T. Erlenbach. We hope it leads you into a deeper relationship with Jesus and empowers you to advance the kingdom of God in your community. If you'd like to find out more, head to allnationschurch.org.uk slash podcast. Jesus is alive. You can take your seats, turn to someone and say, Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. Woo! Oh, I love Resurrection Sunday. Love celebrating that Jesus is alive. So good, isn't it? I don't know about you, but I I like to laugh. Anybody like to have a good laugh? Anybody like to be joyful? Yes, Yes, we do. (laughs) Got a story for you here Uh, about three men, uh, three guys in the church. They were... uh, going out on a little excursion. It was it was, it was it was men time. So one day, these guys' names were Joe, Bob, and Dave. And they were hiking in the wilderness area when they came upon a large, raging, violent river. They needed to get to the other side, but had no idea of how to do so. Forgive me, I need my glasses here. <laughs> Joe prayed to God, saying, Please, God, give me the strength to cross this river. Poof! God gave him big arms and strong legs, and he was able to swim across the river in about two hours, although he almost drowned a couple of times. Seeing this, Dave prayed to God, saying, Please, God, give me the strength and the tools to cross this mighty river. Poof! God gave him a rowboat. And he was able to row across the river in about an hour after almost capsizing the boat a couple of times. Bob looked at them and he said, well, Bob had seen how this had worked out so well for, 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 for Dave and for Joe. So he also prayed to God saying, please God, give me strength. Give me the tools and the intelligence. To cross this mighty river, poof, God turned him into a woman. She looked at the map, hiked upstream a couple of hundred yards, then walked across the bridge. Was that one good? <laughs> <laughs> There was a little boy, he came to his mom. And he said, Mommy, how are we created? Where do we come from? And his mother sat the boy down and explained through Genesis, God made us in, in his image and in his likeness. And the little boy said, well, Daddy said we come from monkeys. Oh, she says, I was telling you my side of the family. <laughs> Forget you, Yeah, yeah. It's good to laugh. Jesus came to give us life in all its fullness because he is good. In the readings we've been reading this morning, there's a little phrase I want to pick out that um, Mark highlighted that they were surprised, but God wasn't. And he said a little phrase, God had a plan. You see, the resurrection was planned before creation began. Amen. That's right. That's right. What, T? See, the Bible, God tells us that the lamb was slain before the foundations of the world. So we got to know that the resurrection was planned beforehand. And I'm going to get to this story, but I'm going to kind of walk us through. I'm not going to read all the scriptures for the sake of time, but I just want to take us on a journey of why we want to appreciate the resurrection Because it's really important, it just didn't happen, it was planned. So we got to go back to go forward. Many of us will remember that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. God spoke and it came to being. But when he came to man, he didn't speak it, he made it. Fundamentally different. God wasn't speaking something into being. He was creating something into being. That doesn't nullify what God did, but there's something about mankind that he wanted to do something different. He made you and me in his image and in his likeness. His design was that we would be like him in this earth. He commissioned us before we did anything. He blessed us. Do you know blessings of God are not a a to you to get blessing God blesses you because he's good That's right. so he commi- commissioned them to be fruitful and fill the earth and so that was the commission and they were excited they were made in his image male and female yeah. Yeah. not afraid to say that male and female God created them That's right. why? because God had a plan That's right. yeah as we know in the story of the garden, Adam and Eve are enjoying the fellowship with God. Yeah. Nothing is hindering their fellowship with God. They're walking with God. They're talking with God. I, I, I get, They were probably running with God. They were playing, no, they played hide and seek after the fall. <laughs> but you understand they were with God. They were enjoying God. And then God said, you can eat from any tree. I give you all of it. But there's only one I'm asking you not to eat from. The tree of good and evil and knowledge. I said, okay, that's a pretty good deal. But the tempter was in the garden as well. Satan, we know him as, Lucifer, the fallen angel. Taking the form of a serpent, now he comes to tempt Eve. Into eating from the fruit, and he deceives her. And one moment, one moment of disobedience brought sin into the world. Yeah. That's right. Terrible. Terrible thing. But God had a plan. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I like in his plan that he's including you and me in this plan. Do you know in his plan in defeating the enemy, he's including you and me in this plan. He made us a little lower than the angels, but we are going to be the ones. There's going to be one that come to destroy the enemy. God brings judgment and says that you will crawl upon the ground and the male, she will, he will strike your head, crush your head, and you will strike his heel. And so it begins Man must be separated from God because of the sin that he did. Nothing that God didn't want, God desired, but God is holy. God is just. He is good. Holiness is a good word. Holiness is not a bad word. Holiness is a good word. And so he had to separate them. They couldn't eat from the tree of life. And therefore, they had to go out into the rest of the earth. Wandering no longer having fellowship with God instantly because of the sin that was upon mankind and the land. And so as the story goes, it gets worse and worse. Oh, there are some good moments, but then we have murder. And then a little later on, it says that God was grieved that he made mankind because every thought was evil. And then the flood comes and he starts over with Noah and them. And you think we're starting over again. God has a plan. Yeah. That's right. that's right. It seems so hopeless, it seems so difficult. How can this happen? I have a plan. Yeah, that's right. And then they begin to fill the earth again and we meet a name, a man named Abraham who became God's friend. And called him to a different nation, but gave him a promise to him. And here where it starts to begin, the promise was a seed. The promise was a man. That promise was Jesus. You want to know why all nations are blessed? Because God made a promise to bless with Abraham that all nations would be blessed. By a seed, not seeds. And so it continues and they're living in the seed and they continue to grow. And then they become enslaved in Egypt. They're growing and growing. They cry out to God. Something is changing in their hearts. And we see the great exodus. We see the miracles that God does. They're seeing miracles right in front of them. The sea is parting. Plagues are coming. Children are being killed. God calls them out into the wilderness to worship him but they begin to come grumble and complain. He called them to the promised land. He called them, but something stopped them from entering. It was their hard hearts. They never wanted to listen or obey. God still has a plan. God's purpose is not determined on just your obedience. He will fulfill what he's called to do. And so we fast forward And they begin to take the land. Joshua takes the land and begins to distribute. They're flourishing. They're growing. They want to have a king. And so they first elect King Saul and then he doesn't do too bad. He doesn't do too well. So then King David's elected. a A man after God's own heart. Goliath on the battlefield. David defeats him because God's with him. Seems amazing. This kingdom is now being established. The people seem in a good place. David establishes the kingdom, passes it on to Solomon. Solomon builds an incredible temple for God. And then the kings afterwards seem to go up and down. Evil and good times. God's got a plan. He knows man cannot fix it. He knows Then he begins to speak through his servant David. He says, I'm going to put someone on your throne forever. And he will rule with justice and righteousness. He will be gracious and merciful. We're talking about Jesus. Since the beginning before creation, God has a plan. And that plan includes you and me. You know, the answers to the promises God gives to you is to fulfill his plan in your life. Not just for you. And so we begin, sin just keeps growing and growing and growing. And it just seems they can't do it on their own. And God says, I've got to come. And God's plan was this, to send his son. I just want to make some reference here. Jesus was planned and his resurrection was planned. His death was planned. I don't want you to be deceived that the Romans and that took his life. He laid his life down. Everything was planned down to the T. He was sent in John 3:16 he says, God so loved the world that he, he gave. gave his one and only son. He gave his son. So that we could Become children of God. Children of God. It's a family. Oh, it's so good. It was all planned because he was born through a virgin. And he grew up and the government of his shoulders would be upon him. He would be called Wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace, the Great I Am and he lived among us. You know what I love one of the stories of this is when it says Emmanuel, God with us. Yeah, that's right. He wasn't just interested in sitting back on his throne. He came to live among us. I've got to know what it's like. Yeah. I got to know what it means to live in a world filled with sin. I've got to feel what they feel. He became like us. Yeah. Oh, he has a plan. Not only did he live, but this is the bit that we've been focusing. It says three different times you were explaining that he had to go and die. I want to remind you, he didn't just die; he suffered. We like to say that it just get to the death. No, there was something to the death. There was mocking. There was sticking, There was punching. There was nipping. That easier? Okay. Might be my beard. Sorry. But I want you see. Why are you going through this? You need to appreciate the resurrection, because before he got there, he had to do something so you and I could have life. So he was whipped. Do you want to know? Everything that came upon him was because of our sin. This is where the disciples learned. They put him on that cross. You think, oh, no, not this. No, no. He had to pay for their sin as well. Yeah. And you're my sin as well. Oh, gee, let's move to the resurrection. We'll get there. But you need to appreciate what he did. He paid the price for you and I. Yeah. Punishment would be just. And he took our punishment. Thank you, Lord. He was absolutely right. He had a plan. And so he was beaten. He was mocked. He was flogged. The death on the cross. He took our sins upon him. He took the sins of the world. Past, present, and future. He took it all. He's covered it. There is no plan B. It's plan A. I've got a plan to redeem all of mankind. I want them to be restored to me. In fellowship, Oh, I love that God's got a plan. So he rose from the dead. He'd been in the tomb for three days. Three days. Why three days? Because he was working in the tomb. He wasn't just sitting and laying in the tomb. He was working in the tomb. You'll find that he takes a moment to go and bring those, the Abrahams, the Moseses, those that had held their faith, and he comes and he's going to lead them captives up to the Father because they held their faith. And then on the third day, he rose again. Hallelujah. I like the version. I know we read from Mark, but I like the version. It says, what are you looking for? The dead isn't here. He's alive. Yeah. And so their sorrow turns to joy. They get excited. You know what I love also the fact that women were the first to see him. Women were the first to see him. And they were excited that when he said, Mary, oh, her heart just left. That's all you have to do is just say my name. You know, when God whispers, you just feel loved, yeah? Turn to someone and say, God loves me. So I wanna leave us with this this morning. The resurrection, Jesus came to give us life and all its fullness. The resurrection was planned long before creation for one purpose, to restore us to him. Not just to him, but to have fellowship with him, to eternal life, and not wait for a place to get to heaven, but I can have that today. Every day, fellowship with God because of what Jesus has done. Turn to someone and say, I am so thankful. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. Jesus, that you have a plan and that plan is still in action. Lord, we want to thank you for dying on the cross, taking our sin and our penalties and healing us, Father. Thank you, Jesus, that you've done that. Thank you that you rose again, that the Father rose you and placed you and seated you at the right hand of the Father where you rule and reign, Father. We thank you, Lord, that your plan is not done. Your plan is continuing, Father, but we partner with you in this plan, Lord God, that we're part of your community, of your kingdom, to see this world transformed and people saved and added to your kingdom in Jesus' wonderful name. And all God's people said, amen. We trust you have been encouraged by what you've heard. If you'd like to get connected, you can write to us at hello at allnationschurch.org.uk or call us on 029 20 52 4125. Thank you so much for tuning in.